Welcome to the second edition of uh, the Do More Foundation conversations that we've been having. Um, last conversation I had was with uh, Dr. Jessica Renarsen. She was actually interviewing me. And um, today I'm going to be interviewing Jessica. And we're going to be talking about um, the theory of change. And uh, But before we do that, uh, remember last time we spoke about the whenever we start meetings um, and, and one of the things we're trying to entrench within the foundation is uh, this idea of play because we know children learn through play so we we start meetings within the foundation asking a simple play kind of question so my play question to you Jessica which you're gonna have to answer right at the end is um, because we're talking about theory of change and kind of like um, yeah structures what is what do you remember from your childhood in terms of puzzles and your most favorite puzzle? Okay. All right. Yeah. So we can come back to that at the end. Today, like I said, is around the theory of change. And um, the, the organization has a, a really beautiful, simple theory of change now. But we're going to come to that. We, we started within the foundation with a very programmatic um, theory of change. Can you talk to us about uh, like how commonplace that kind of theory of change is and um, yeah, how, how, how we've progressed from that to where we are now? Sure. Even to take a step back would be to unpack for our listeners what is a theory of change. And sure. um, for those of you who are listening, what is a theory of change? For development organizations, it's a guiding framework, something that outlines the assumptions that the foundation or the organization takes right. to assume should we, in, if we do X, it will result in why. So if yes. we do something, what will the result and impact be? What is interesting about that is it allows for um, a conversation of indicators and outputs. What do we hope to achieve and get out of this um, intervention? Yeah. And um, and that can be measurable, which is really helpful when you're accounting for funds, but it's also really helpful for when you're talking about um, measurement indicators for impact. So are we actually making a change with the mm. work that we do? Mm. And... Um, Sometimes theories of change would project uh, long-term outcomes that you can't always envisage because you hope you'll be working towards that. Just yeah. as the foundation is better tomorrows for young children in South Africa through yeah. partnerships, what that looks like, I mean, that will continually evolve. And so our work constantly has to be reevaluating itself against that. So mm. that's just mm. a, a simple breakdown for, for people who wouldn't um, perhaps know what is a theory of change. Mm. It's a huge um, shift in development thinking because all of a sudden it challenges organizations to be very s systematic about the work that they do yes. and think about the why. Why are we doing what we do and how are we doing it? And I think that's really useful. Um, and it's probably why you mentioned um, now at the beginning that the foundation started with quite a complex programmatic theory of change right, yeah. and and um, has moved towards a more simplified theory of change because I guess as you're learning, mm. so your theory of change strengthens because you test those assumptions and you realize, okay, we've outgrown this um, or we've achieved this. We actually no longer need that part of our theory of change or that didn't work, that assumption isn't true. Yes. And um, we need to adapt it. So what is interesting about a theory of change is it should be a, a working document, a, something that's alive within a foundation or an organization. Mm. And that was true for the, for yeah. the foundation. Yeah. Yeah. 
in, in terms of, I mean, w- what's happened in the foundation that you've noticed um, where, where things have changed and, and uh, that the theory of change is not irrelevant, but it's needed to change? 100%. So initially, the, the foundation's theory of change was very linear mm. and um, d- uh, divided into sections and segments that would look at nutrition, parenting, partnerships, um, collaboration, early learning yes. separately yes. in their separate programs with their kind of very structured, measurable outputs. So again, the the foundation was doing excellent work in these very segmented areas. But what happened over time um, is that the foundation was actually working in an integrated way. And so nutrition was not separate from early learning and nutrition and parenting were were not separate from collaboration. Um, And it'll be so interesting to hear some of our future podcasts where we talk about partnerships because partnerships on its own is is not, it's not, it's not on its own. And so I think what happened with the foundation was that we started to track the measurement, measurement outcomes, the data Mm -hmm. that was moving Mm -hmm. around the foundation, realizing how interlinked, um, Mm -hmm. all of these, the, the monitoring and evaluation framework that, Mm -hmm. that you're operating within. And I think, um, and a shout out to Jessica Haller because, mm. um, and Linda Biestiecker, who were critical um, external consultants for us, exactly, expert yeah. consultants who, who came in and gave us commentary at various um, milestones within the foundation. Also then to say there was a huge amount of scaling that began to happen within the foundation mm. that was, I don't think, part of your original theory of change. So from my perspective, yes. I guess what happened is that you grew yeah. and with that growth came learning and lessons, but mm. it also came this need, became the need to, to incorporate growth into mm. the theory of change. Because as you say, there was a demand um, yes. from the business, from our other areas, from the country where yes. we're constantly being inundated with requests because the needs in our country are so great. Yes. How do we adapt our theory of change to not be so linear and be more um, integrative and, and dynamic? Yes. And that was where we came up with the um, scaling wide, mm. scaling or scaling out, scaling deep and, and scaling up methodology, mm. which is highly researched, um, mm. again, to the how, which mm. I think is really quite exciting about the development. Mm. I, I love our new model. Um, and, and, and what I love about it is the simplicity of it. Um, mm. And uh, I mean, core to that, I, I want you to chat to us, what, what, like the discovery of partnerships. And, and you mentioned it just now, the, the critical part that partnership plays to the foundation. Yeah. Um, and, and so where does that sit in our model? But don't you want to talk to us about uh, what, what sits within the, the scaling up, scaling wide? Sure. Um, so yes, at the core of the theory of change is better tomorrows for young children through partnerships. That um, that became the core. And the if you dig deeper then into these three components, the scaling deep is our deep dive work into communities. So it's the the deep work, um, community-based changing of of lives, perceptions, um, policy at local level, um, engaging deeply with local um, partners, um, including ECD practitioners, including clinic, local clinics, um, clinic staff, including the day mothers who are working with ECD 
uh, or with with infants, right, and young yes. children. Yes. So in some ways, it's it's complex because mm. the deep work is again intricate and, and has a number of facets. We talk about the the basket of services that's referenced in the National Integrated ECD Policy. Yes, that's all encompassed within our deep deep community work. Right. We then skip to the advocacy work, which is which is the scaling up, and yes. that's our work with with national government. It's our work advocating for young children on webinars, um, through conference papers, um, learning briefs. This podcast will yes. be part One of, of our scaling right. up exactly, yeah. and um, what an incredible opportunity to talk about young children, to educate, to equip people with the facts about why the early years matter. And so mm. that's really and and um, some of our critical work we'll also be showcasing on this podcast. So stay tuned to our yeah. listeners um, around the real reform for ECD and some of the political movements that we support in order to create better working conditions or for, for ECD practitioners or um, advocate for the right to nutrition um, for young children. We're very much a part of that. And our theory of change now incorporates that in a very systemic way. Right. Um, and then, interestingly, um, the portfolio that I'm involved in um, – in my everyday is the the scaling out of national programs and that revolves around um, our nutrition so our porridge do more porridge it um that's a good guest we should have them <laughs> we should have someone come talk about do more porridge we um we also do eat love play talk which is right. our parent support and resourcing yes. as well as um, early learning play resources our repurpose for purpose and um do more play resources that we then take recycled excess business inventory and direct it towards um, learning material for young children. Right. It's a mouthful, right? It's a lot. Mm. Mix mm. these three elements together and what you get is an incredible ecosystem driven mm. by really passionate people through partnerships. And I yes. think that is the, the magic of this theory of change is that it's an easy way to explain to people mm. quite complex work that we do at various mm. levels. Mm. Yeah. I also love the, the model. It, 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 it flexes, right? So, so the model in terms of the scaling, it, it flexes out depending yeah. on, on, on uh, yeah, the contributions uh, that sure. we might have. So I think we kind of come to the end of our conversation, unfortunately. Um, it's been really <laughs> great, and uh, I really appreciate you sharing um, the the theory of change. And I, I know you've been very critically involved in, in that, um, mm. so thank you for your contribution to that. And uh, again, to, to Linda um, and to Jessica Haller for yeah. their contributions to our theory of change and where we are today is because of uh, some great work that's happened there. But I'd like to take you back to your, the original question that I had for you, which is um, as, a, as a kid, what, what puzzle do you remember fondly? So I, I fondly remember this wooden puzzle, this wooden mouse puzzle. It was a 3D puzzle, actually. Oh, really? okay. So the big mama mouse, yes. was, or the big dada mouse was inside the dada mouse was the mama mouse. Inside the mama <laughs> mouse was the baby, two little baby mice. And oh, you could kind of clip them all together. The tail was made of leather. So, okay. And actually, it oh, wow. was my grand... We inherited it. It was from my granddad. Do so, you still have it? Uh, it's at my parents' house. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, nice. Yeah, what's so amazing is you wouldn't call it um, a difficult puzzle at all, but it was so novel because it was 3D. Yes, so, yes, yes. Yeah, and you had Brilliant. to kind of stand it up and it couldn't fall over. So, nice. Yeah. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Um, I look forward to uh, connecting with you guys on the next podcast that we have. Um, and yeah, thank you very much. 
Playtime. To make a promise implies trust. To make a pledge creates expectation, and to make a commitment initiates responsibility. For more than 25 years, we have made it our mission to take the ifs, buts, and maybes out of premium pet food. That's why our experts put the best science behind our food, so your pet's health is put first. That's why when you seek value, we strive to give you more, like protecting your pets with our free accident benefits. And when you need great tasting food, our fresh meat taste delivers. You see, what sets us apart is not one thing, it's all these things combined. Because we understand that when it comes to your pet's health, you don't want doubt and uncertainty. You want absolutes, the absolute best given your means, like premium veterinary quality food of real value that doesn't cost an arm and a paw. So rest assured that any claim we make, we stand by. It's our commitment to your pets and our promise to you. In fact, we're so confident in what we stand for that we have made the ultimate promise to you. It's called the Ultra Pet Promise, 100% money back guarantee, a no ifs, no buts, and no maybes kind of promise. We call it our satisfaction guarantee.